This is the Student Leadership News Podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Student Leadership News Podcast. My name is Ronan, and before I introduce my co-host today, it's going to need a bit of a drum roll. He has been lobbying to be on the podcast for some time, and today he's making his debut. This is Andy. My name is Andy. Hi, everybody. It's good to be here. You excited, Andy? I'm super pumped. One thing I've started doing with new co-hosts, Yes. can you please give us two fun facts about yourself? Make sure they're fun, by the way. Okay. Well, uh, first fun fact is I'm currently training for a half Ironman triathlon. Which is how? what sort of distance we're talking? Okay, so triathlon, three sports. You've got the swimming, you've got the bike, and you've got the run leg. Now, traditionally, I am a sprinter. Ooh. 400 metres, that's my jam. That's where I like to go to. It's a bit but, further uh, than 400 metres. I know, I've been running with you, and, uh, and you know, I kind of tire at about the 3K mark, as you would know. And uh, the, the swim leg is 1,900 metres. That's a long way in, yep. in the water, open yep. water. Open water. Bike leg, you're going to have to transfer, you know, get the wetsuit off, jump onto the bike, 90 kilometres. Long, long way. And then you've got a half marathon to finish, so 22 kilometres. A lot further than the three kilometres that we would often pull out. I know, I know. I'm a little bit nervous about it. But there's a fun fact. I'm giving it a go. I'm trying. We'll see what happens. Excellent. Okay, you got another fun fact. I do, but you kind of spoiled it. Like, oh. I've been wanting... As I said, I'm really excited. I've really wanted to be on the podcast. I've been watching and, and mainly listening. That's how I listen to the Student Leadership <laughs> News podcast. And, uh, you know, I've been lobbying. And I thought the producers just must thought I had the face that doesn't suit a podcast. And so I was like, why aren't they letting me on? But finally, I'm here. I'm excited. It's going to be good. You're on. Okay. Built up the expectation now. You've got to live up to it. Cool. Yeah. So, let's get stuck into our first of our regular segments. Question time. Okay. In this segment, we have the opportunity to answer some of the questions that are submitted to us. Uh, we're going to tackle two questions in the segment. Andy, you want to give us the first one? Yeah, absolutely. I love this one. I love when people write in when they make comments and we're able to answer these questions. First one comes from Amanda and Samil. I'll throw it to you to answer, Ronan. You, okay. uh, you have the task for this one. They want to know, how can I lead if I don't want to be in the spotlight? It's always an important question. You know, people you know, maybe don't want to be out the front. They maybe don't want to be, you know, on stage. But how do you lead if you don't want to be in the spotlight? Maybe you're a bit shy. Maybe you're a little bit not wanting to be out the front. Okay. Uh, I would say everyone has strengths. Yep. So different strengths. Some people will say that they have strengths of public speaking and confidence. So they yep. want to be in the spotlight. That's fine. Other people have different strengths. It could be sporting strengths. It could be... They may some... not want to be in the spotlight. That Correct. just may be their strength. And yeah. so they have to be in the spotlight yeah, or, or they, they use, use that strength. Yeah. yeah. that's it. And that's the same with anybody should use their strengths. Uh, you may have uh, strengths of caring. You may have strengths of organization. Sure. Find out what your strengths are and use them. If that takes you in the spotlight, that's great. If it doesn't, then don't worry about it. See, when people try to be in the spotlight, they're often not leading anyone anyway. Yeah. They're just showing off and they're putting on a song and dance and people sit back and say it's all about them. So I would encourage anybody not to desire the spotlight. Just use your strengths and use them to influence people. And as you do that, it may lead to the spotlight. That's great. If not, that's fine too. Add on to that, don't be afraid of the spotlight. Okay. If you're there in honorable ways because you're just like trying to help other people, yeah. then stick with it. All good. doesn't mean that you're, if you're not in the spotlight that you're not necessarily leading or that you're not having influence or, or an impact on other people though. Yeah, absolutely. The people who you're influencing will know you're influencing them and yeah. will be grateful for that influence regardless of whether any spotlight goes with it. Yeah. 
Okay, next question I'll throw to you. This one comes from Zara and Michaela. Okay. Thanks for the question. The question is, what tips do you have to gain confidence? Yes, uh, that's a good one. And uh, I'll throw back to uh, doing the half Ironman triathlon. At first, I wasn't confident. I was like, there's no way that I'm going to make this. And so my first tip, I'll, I'll, I'll try and give you three. First one is practice. Now, that's easy to relate to a sporting environment or... Um, you know, when you're in a team team sport, you go to practice and you get better and you get more confident. But it also relates to um, uh, leadership tasks and, and other things that you're doing because the more that you practice, the more that you have a go at it, the better that you're going to get, the more comfortable you're going to feel and the more confidence that you'll have. Um, the, the second one coming from that practice, the second tip, is to believe in yourself. Once you've had the practice, once you've, uh, started to get out there and, and you're starting to have that little bit of confidence, you've got to tell your mind and, and have the attitude, you know what, I'm actually going to believe in myself. I'm going to have a crack at it. Do you believe that you're going to successfully uh, complete this half Ironman? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I'm trying to get the confidence. Awesome. I'm trying to use my own uh, my own tips here and, and believe in myself. I believe that I will be able to make it yeah. even if it's uh, walking the finish line. <laughs> it's actually the run leg that I'm the, the most concerned about and so I'm trying to get out there and start running. Running and and uh, and building up that distance, but believe in yourself. You got you got to do it. The other thing is the third tip that I'll give you is mimic other people. So find people who are doing it really well, and say how are they doing it, and and can you know for in my instance, who's a who's a good Ironman person or a triathlon? Okay, what are they doing really well? One of the uh, people who's been on the podcast before, Caleb. He's a really good runner yep. and getting out and running with him and sometimes, you know, I, I look at his style and the, the training that he's doing and that helps me to, ha to have confidence as well. So, um, there's three tips for you. Yeah, I think the good thing about confidence tied into the first question asked by the others, confidence doesn't always mean, again, having confidence to be in the spotlight. It really just means having confidence to use your strengths yeah. to develop them or if there's things that you need to be good at, because it comes with a role, it's it's having the confidence to to try and develop that. So uh, I hadn't anticipated saying this, but you mentioned you were struggling with the uh, with the run. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can't say, "Well, I won't do that bit." Like that's just part of it, right? That's right. That's part of it. So right. if you're saying I'm struggling with it, or you say, "Okay, my strengths are the other two. This is part yeah. of it. I am. I'm not going to ignore that. I'm going to have that self-belief to, to do that as well. So just to, to have confidence with your strengths and to try and develop your weaknesses. <laughs> there are uh, there are these opportunities where you can do team events uh, in the triathlon. So if you were struggling with it, you could say, oh, no, I'm not going to do that gonna one. Do I'm going to stuff someone in. But yeah. then you couldn't claim to have uh, done a triathlon because you only do the team event. Yeah, well, that's a, the teamwork. That's a whole other segment. We'll <laughs> <do another> time. <laughs> now we have to get you back now that's to talk true. about yes. teamwork. I've got to, to, I've got yeah. to work something in so, yep. so I'm invited yep. back. Save the tips for next time. Producers take no. <laughs> okay, so uh, wrapping up question time and we'll head into our next segment, My Favourite Idea. My Favourite Idea. Okay, Andy, you know in this segment that we talk about the ideas that we like, the ideas we've heard, that we've seen. Yeah, that's why um, they're our favourite. That's why we're our favourite. Tell us yep. something that you've seen lately that you would say is your favourite idea. Often students struggle to come up with ideas and, and have think, you know, what, do we, what can we do for our school? And growing up, I can remember my dad uh, once a year would bring home this book, right? And when he brought it home, I've got 
uh, three sisters and two brothers. Yeah. We would all fight over it. The dictionary. No, it's not the dictionary. Ooh. But it was something that was brought out yearly, right? Ooh. And uh, it was something that everyone would get excited about. And it was the Guinness Book of World Records. Yes. And in that, you, yes. you remember the Guinness yep. Book of World you, Records? I would always turn to the section to see if the tallest man is still the tallest man and if the person yes. with the longest fingernails yes, is still the longest fingernails. Yes, I was just about to say fingernails. fingernails. And yes. there was the beard guy. Yep. Does he still have the longest bit? Anyway. Yep. And they'd have a photo as well, the tallest man and the shortest man. Yep. And they'd have all yep. these random things yep. and random facts, random Guinness Book of yeah, World, World Records. records. <laughs> And what you don't know is even in that book, there's hundreds and hundreds of other Guinness Book of World Records, some that don't make the book. And this school thought, do you know what? I'm going to try and get in the Guinness Book of World Records. That's awesome. I'm going to try and do something that breaks the record. Another book growing up, Ronan, that you probably would have read were Dr. Seuss books. Dr. Seuss books, Cat in the Hat and that stuff. Cat in the Hat, The Grinch, um, you know, all those crazy characters. I know what do you know about green eggs and ham? Uh, not much more than that. So. Okay, okay. There you go. <laughs> and so there's there's this uh, school. They they found out. Actually, we're uh, recording this on the Sunshine Coast, this uh, podcast, and just down the road, Bedina is a school who wanted to break the record. And the record was set by a Western Australian school, which is where you're from. It is. And so they had the record. The record was we're going to see as many people as we can dressed up in Dr. Seuss characters, <laughs> right? So people as the Grinch, people as Cat, Cat in the Hat, Hat all, the, all the famous characters. Thing, is that Thing 1 and Thing, thing two? 1, Thing 2, yeah, okay, the so plenty, Who's of Whoville. Plenty to choose from. Yeah, absolutely. Dress up as one as, of these. As any one of them. And the record was set at 890. Yeah. Right, it doesn't, doesn't seem like that many people, With but you've got to try school, and... you yeah. could do it. Small school, maybe not. Huge That's school, right. you could So do you've it. got to try and find the right people, and they've all got to be prepared to dress up. This school had 720 students, right? So they're a little bit shy of the the record where they need. So they had to get other people in. They had to get parents. They had to get teachers. They had to get people involved. They ended up with, wait for it. Do you remember what the record was set at? Uh, 800 and something. 890. Yep. They ended up with 894. Oh, got it. There they go. So they've taken the record, and they are new... Guinness Book of World Records for the most amount of people dressed in a Dr. Seuss uh, character, dressed as a Dr. Seuss character. Okay, so random. Yep. Good fun. Like, what are some of the benefits of us trying a world record like that? Well, I think that um, for, for that school in particular, it's great that they can, one, find an idea which brings all the school together. So, it lifts the morale. They're all excited about this idea. Okay, yeah, Dr. Seuss characters. Yeah, we know them. That's fun. It's a fun thing to dress up. You know, lots of schools always say, you know, we want a free dress day. We want a, a theme day at our school. So this is one way that they can do that. To it gives lift that some that extra morale. purpose. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And the fact that it's Dr. Seuss, lots of people know about that. Um, one thing I think that this school and, and reading about it, they, they really learned was, you know, about goals. They had something that they had to achieve. They had a, a number that they had to get and towards. it sounds like the perfect goal that you would encourage someone to have that stretches you a little bit. Yeah. So so it was beyond the number of students in the school. Yeah. So they said, we still want to be able to get to the goal. Absolutely. It wasn't like three times the amount of people of their school, but they were going to have to think outside the box to achieve it. Good good plan. Yeah, good that's plan. right. And yeah. sometimes, you know, when the goal's not easy, you've got to think, okay, how can we, let's not just give up. Let's try and figure out a strategy here. Um, and, you know, you know what? The school got quite a lot of publicity. I actually we're saw it on the now. evening news. Yeah. Um, they were on the evening news. We're talking about it. It's on Student Leadership News website. Um, so there's 
good publicity for the school as well. You know yeah. what? If there's uh, other students listening to this who know other world records, let us know. We'd love to pass Absolutely. it on. There's one that I saw a couple of years ago and uh, I don't know the facts, but now that you talk about it, uh, it springs to mind. Someone had the longest fingernails. No, not the fingernails guy. He's still in the book. Yeah, it was uh, It was the school to have the, the, the largest number of people popping bubble wrap at one time. Really? Yeah. Everyone loves popping bubble wrap. You know the stuff comes with the wraps and the gifts. Yeah. yeah. So they have this assembly in the school hall where they've just got hundreds of students all simultaneously popping bubble wrap and the place is just going nuts. And they got the world record. It's so that. much fun, yeah. isn't it? And yeah. to think about, we should do one. We should do one. What should we do? Um, let's start on the fingernails now and in seven years' time we might be able to give it a go. <laughs> We're not going to get the tallest, man. We're not going to get the shortest, no. so maybe the fingernails. Okay. Let's tie it all together. When Andy's doing his triathlon later in the year... <laughs> you'll be growing your nails. Yeah, no, you'll be the guy. You'll, oh. he'll, he'll be the guy on the course with 40-centimetre <laughs> fingernails. Excellent. Okay, before this gets out of hand, <laughs> we, we better move into our next segment. The OT Best Leadership Tip. Excellent. I'm looking forward to this next segment, BLT, best leadership tip. Now, I have listened to the podcast uh, a number of times and at this point, normally Cam jumps in, a regular on the uh, the podcast, and talks about his favourite lunch items. Yeah, he's, the BLT, he just cannot get his mind away from food when it comes to BLT, best leadership tip, but we shall stick on topic. Yes, and, we, don't need, we don't need to talk about that. It's not lunchtime here. It's no. a best leadership tip. Now, what is your best leadership tip that you've thought about recently that you want to share with everybody? Uh, two important words, seek feedback. Okay? Yeah. So feedback is when we ask someone to feed back to us, so to tell us something about what they've noticed about no, their not, leadership. No, not, not feedback as in eat not a BLT. No, no sorry. So I didn't not mean feedback. to go there, but yep. yeah, sorry, it go just, ahead. It was just sitting there ready to be said, wasn't it? No. So when we're asking someone to give us comments about our leadership, perhaps um, reviewing something that we've said or done, a piece of work that we've put together, when we get that review. Now, uh, I think most people would agree that it's good to have that kind of review. But remember the first word I said was seek, which means to actually go out of your way to get it. So if you've put together a plan for something that you as a team want to achieve, don't just hope that people give you their comments. Yeah. Take it to a couple of important people in the school, either older student leaders, teachers that you work with, senior staff or executive in the school, and say to them, can you please give us our feedback before we go ahead yeah, with be this proactive. project? Yeah. yeah. And then once it's happened, say, can you please give us your feedback again? Now, mm. when you hear some feedback... You're sometimes going to hear things that don't necessarily always feel like it was successful. You're going to hear some things that are shared with you, hopefully, to help it improve or be better next time. And can be disheartening. Absolutely. And that's why I think some people don't ask for feedback is they don't want to hear things that are going to make them feel bad. But also, it's why some people who could give you feedback won't give it to you is because they don't want you to feel bad about it. They're worried. So instead, if you go to them and say, no, I want this feedback, you're opening the door for improvement. And if there's one thing that leaders should be always trying to do is improve. Improve your strengths, improve your weaknesses, like we said before, and seeking feedback is a big part of that. So I encourage any leader out there of any age to seek feedback. Really go after it and allow that to help you to grow as a leader. Absolutely. Something that we all should be doing and and, and looking for. And as we talked about, being proactive about that. Well, let's move on to our final segment of the podcast. I'm pretty excited about it. Let's get there. Tour Tales. 
Okay, two of tails where we get to let loose, have a little bit of fun, and yep. share some of the things that take place when we're away from home training student leaders far and wide. And so, Andy, uh, you've not been on the podcast until now. No. You must have something that you can tell us, an adventure of some kind. Take it away. I do. It's a bit of an adventure, uh, and it's a... Uh... It's kind of when your mind plays tricks on you. Uh, so you you think you're just nailing something. You think it's it's perfect. You think you've got everything right. But when you realize, you sit there and go, oh my goodness, I've had that wrong so many times. The example is, first part, there's two parts to this Don't story. tell me you did a practice triathlon and you went straight into the bike and then you went back to the swim and you didn't realize it was wrong. No, that's that's uh, that wouldn't be mind playing tricks on me. That would just be I was... I was way off. Yeah, okay. I was way off. So when we when we drive around with the team, you know, you're sitting in cars for a bit, and when when great songs come on, great songs, you Love just it. want to sing them out. Yeah, you just want to get along. right in there, sing, and get going, get going. Crazy. Everyone likes a car sing along. This is carpool karaoke, Andy style. Big time. And I can remember just recently we had uh, we were driving in the car, and there's a couple of us in the car, and um, that song comes on. You would know it. I'm I'm not a great singer, but it's, you know, I love you always, forever, near and far. I have no far, idea that closer song. Closer together, everywhere. Keep I going. will be with you. Everything. Oh, I, think I, I might will defy you. I love you. And it goes on and on like that. No, I still don't. Uh, you have to keep. That going. was the chorus. Oh, you better start again. Okay, no, so I get it. Obviously, I, get it. I just want to see how far you'd go. So he's like, "I love you always, forever." And we're singing that. We're singing this song, and everyone's like getting right into it in the car. And I stopped everyone. I said. Guys, I don't get it. What does defoe you mean? <laughs> what does that even mean? Like D U F O U R defoe. What is what is that? Do you know what that is? No, I don't know what that is. No. Yeah. And so we're sitting there and everyone's like, oh, like everyone had been seeing it. And so everyone stops and goes, oh yeah, I don't know what it is. I, I'm not sure what it is. And everyone's like, and so we're driving for like five minutes. Everyone's like confused. Surely Defour. someone looked up the lyrics. What is this? So someone did look up the lyrics, right? And or looked up the meaning of defoe. Defoe. And um. That was Cam. And yep. normally he loves food, but he's yep. coming with the goods here. <laughs> and he's he's sitting there. And so it's I love you always, forever, near and far, closer together, everywhere can I, can I will I be with you. Everything I will do for you. Yeah. Oh, yep. And so Cam's just pipes up and goes, Oh guys, I can't believe you don't know it. It's do for you. Yeah. And we're all like I was oh do my for goodness. you. Everything I will do for you. It it's makes so much sense. Yeah. And so we're just listening and your mind plays tricks on you. Right? So that's the example with the song. But just recently, as uh, part of what we do with Student Leadership News, we develop different content and things and, and put together these little activities and games. And one of the games is uh, it's called Seven Little Words. And how it, how it works is is you've got it you've got these tiles and you've got to arrange the tiles as like three letters you're given a clue and you've got to work them into another word right so for instance the one I've got in front of me here um, it, it says shoulder blade seven letters now I can look at all the different words there no I think I'm I know it's part of the human body. I yeah, think it's so we're looking for the name is scapula. I was going to say scapula, not because scapula. I knew that, because it was one of the few body parts that I feel I know the correct term for. So I was going to go with it. But okay, so there is an S C, and it looks like it would be you scapula. choose the letters, put it yeah, together. and so and then those letters can't be used again. So you cross them out, yeah. right? So you cross them out; they can't be used. Don't tell me you've got do for you on that page. Do for you? No, oh. I don't. That would be outstanding. <laughs> that would be fantastic. So we've been writing one of these, developing one of these. 
and um, myself, Maureen, one of the one of the team members who who work with us here, and um, and Rachel, another one of the team members, we're we're going through this little puzzle, and we're trying to work it, and we're trying to make sure it happens, and and you know get get right into it, and we got down to the last one, right? The last clue. The last clue is an area for nature lovers, an area for nature lovers, right? And there's three tiles left. Yeah. And so we're like, what could it be? What could it be? So we're looking at the three tiles, right? There is a V-E-S, there is a S-E-R, yeah. and there is a P-R-E. And so we're trying to put them into the correct order, right? So we get it into an order that we think it is, pre-servers. No, not at all. Pre-servers. Pre-servers like, is not a thing. Well, no, it is. It's an area for nature lovers. And we're kind of like, yeah, that's it. Pre-servers. And everyone's looking at each other. Every- Come on. Everyone's looking, exactly. Everyone's looking at each other and we're like, oh yeah, preservers. Yeah, that makes sense. Preservers. And no one's realized it should be preserves. Correct. I've not heard this story before, but I can tell you it's preserves. I know. Well done. You are smarter than we are. No, sorry. Your mind didn't play tricks on you. No. So we're there and we're kind of like going, and everyone's like, oh yeah, preservers, an area for nature lovers. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. And Rachel's like, oh yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And Maureen's like, yeah, 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 that makes sense. And so then Maureen's like, oh no, I don't. Nah, I don't really know what it is. So she Googles those letters. Preservers. Yeah. No, she Googles preservers. She doesn't Google preserves. She Googles preservers. And then it comes up, the definition, and it's got preserve. And she's like, yeah, Maureen's Irish for everyone. This is my worst attempt at an Irish Go accent. Go for it. It's like, yeah. Andy, it doesn't make sense. It's got the definition for preserve there. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, no, that's because you typed it incorrectly. Type preservers in. And she's like... Do I have to come and do it for you? Yeah. Before you? Do I have to do, do it for you? Well done. And so I'm like, I'm like, preservers, you've got to type in preservers. And so she goes, oh, okay. So types it in again. Pres, preservers, types it in. And um, it comes up, definition of preserve. And then it's kind of like, because preserves is a plural of... Uh, preserve. So that was there as well. And then we've realized, oh my goodness, the word is preserves. And we were quite embarrassed. And luckily it was just the three of us there and no one else knew about it. But now everyone Everyone knows about it. And we should start a segment called Mispronounced Words. Yes. And see what happens. See if it takes off. Anyway, if you're out there and you've got some more words for us to mispronounce. Or a story of something that you came up with or something happened. Jumped up, then you let us know and we'll build something around it for sure. Press of us. Anyway, amongst the fun of it, it has been fun, Andy. Thank you. Thank you for being part of this episode of the Student Leadership News Podcast. Pleasure was I all mine. I think with listener feedback, we will probably invite you back. Yes. I hope so. So to our audience out there, whether you've watched, whether you've listened, however you have consumed the fun we've had today, we hope you've enjoyed it. Spread the word. We'd like to get as many people as involved as possible in the Student Leadership News Podcast. Yep. We want to hear from you. Those questions we did earlier on, we can answer more and more as the episodes progress. So let us know. But thanks for They're being They're my favourite when the people write in the questions. Write in the questions. Love a good question. Yep. You're going you're gonna to write your own question in for, for us next time. Maybe. It gives us content to talk yeah. about. Love it. Excellent. Okay. Andy, thanks for being part of it. You, our audience, thanks for joining us on the Student Leadership News Podcast. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Student Leadership News Podcast. Interact with us on social media and follow the news online at studentleadership.news. Music.